0: hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of she's an artist i'm your host sarah brown this week is a very special week because it's the first episode in the series ladies of the frigid festival 2018. each week i'll be interviewing a select artist From the Frigid Festival, hearing about their show, how they got there, and their entire story. This week I'm here with Megan Bandel, the writer of What She Found. And for more information on What She Found and every show in the Frigid Festival, you can go on over to horsetrade.com. Thank you so much for listening, and this is She's an Artist. Okay, hello, welcome to She's an Artist. I'm glad you're here. Awesome. Yeah. I'm so psyched. Yeah. Alright, so, um, what got you started in the arts? Um,
1: I mean, I started getting involved with band when I was in fourth grade. Okay. Um, what instrument
0: did you play? I
1: played a few.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, I started with clarinet. Oh, and really? then I got bored with that, so I went to trumpet. Yeah. And so I went in between those, um, particularly with theater was seventh grade um i auditioned for annie oh goodness and i went up and i've been practicing real hard yeah and i got up i auditioned and i opened my mouth and nothing came out yeah that was good um (laughs) i felt terrible yeah so the cast list went up and my name wasn't on it and so I went to the music director, and I said, "Can you tell me why I wasn't cast?" Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize like that's a thing that you can do what, you know, like you can actually, you know, like it's good to ask, like, why yeah. wasn't I cast? What could I do better? Oh, yeah, I
0: never did that, but you always could. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't
1: realize that that's like a thing that isn't frowned upon. It's just was my drive to do better. Yeah, I was like, you know, maybe maybe we could find something for you within two weeks, I had three small speaking roles. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. I
1: know. I was like, look at me. So then, you know, I kind of was like, oh, yeah, this is fun. I like this. Um, so then I got really involved with it in high school. Um, you know, I was Sandy in Greece, um, around guys and Grease, Sarah Brown. Oh go. my gosh. You know, so um, when it came time for college, I was like, well, what can I do? Can yeah. play music. I'm good with words and acting. Yeah. And so uh, I went to undergrad for theater and that's how that happened yeah
0: and you went to Kane University I did. in Jersey I did. yeah and uh you got your BFA no oh no I, didn't. I wasn't
1: good enough for my BFA oh, my gosh. <laughs> just kidding you know right? I, I actually went in as a BA theater education major oh um, yeah I have always wanted to be a teacher mm-hmm. but what happened was is I discovered dramaturgy yes And then I became a BA in theater, so I could focus a bit more on, you know, what it meant to be a dramaturg and really getting involved with productions instead of Mm -hmm. the education aspect of the degree. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, I did a bunch of internships. I was at Snapple Theater, Rising Sun Performance Company, Horse Trade Theater Group, one of my favorite places ever, Frigid Festival. Um... Yeah, I was also at Premier Stages of New Jersey as a literary intern for nine months. It was okay. really instrumental. Yeah. Um, so that's where I was for a while. And then um, I finally got into grad school and went to Brooklyn College and just graduated with my MA in theater history and criticism. Congratulations. Thank you. I literally have no idea how it happened. <laughs> but it happened. You're it here. Did. Yeah,
0: that's a lot. Grad school is like, that's the big league. It's scary. It's yeah. like really frightening, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> yeah. So fast forward to now. Yeah. You're directing a show at the Frigid Festival. I have written the thing <laughs>
1: and I've stepped away completely.
0: For what? The most, what? Oh my God. The <laughs> guys,
1: for the most part. Like, the, and for everyone who knows <gasps> me, I wouldn't say that, like, I'm. Well, I am the I see yeah, I am.
0: But to be a writer and step away yes. from that, yes. I've never heard of that before. It's,
1: it has not been easy. Like,
0: <laughs> I, I remember doing shows in college where the director also wrote it and they would mm-hmm. boast about the art of letting go. And it, they, like, did the opposite. So the fact that you're like, oh...
1: Yeah, it's a healthy thing to do. Um, My director, NJ Aguna, we've worked together for several years now as a director and playwright. Um, She's fantastic, and she was like, you need to let go. Mm -hmm. My tech director, Connor Daniel Bartram, um, we've worked together. We're good friends. He said, you need to let go. I was like, okay, these are two people who know me very well. They said I need to let go. I
0: will let go. Wow.
1: <laughs> so like, you know, I'm working just on the producing aspect of it, okay. which is, you know, a different. lot still different, but it's yeah. fine.
0: So you wrote what she found, and this is a play about mental health, mm-hmm. a very hot topic right now, mm-hmm. especially with healthcare mm-hmm. always on the table. What inspired you to write this show?
1: Um first, I I just I get really frustrated as a mentally ill person mm-hmm. very often. Um, just hearing, for example, mental health, you know, healthcare it's it's on the table. It's always on the table of Oh yeah. Oh, you know, we don't need funding for this. And yeah, yes of course. Yes, you do need funding yeah. for it. Um number two, it really stems from my own experiences, mm-hmm. especially with dissociation. Mm-hmm. Um because there's not really a way to describe it yeah you of know course. like it's it's a very strange feeling you don't really know what's happening until mm-hmm. you know often a mental health professional actually says this is what's happening to you and then you try and wrap your head around it and you're like wait so i feel like i'm in my body but like my body's over there i don't understand mm-hmm. and oh, so yeah. that's why i decided to write something about it, to help people understand because i've struggled To understand it myself and also Mm -hmm. explain to my parents, my friends, my boyfriend, like, what this is.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, and, like, do you find that um, through art we can help normalize mental health? Like, that can be a stepping stone for that process? I
1: think so. Um, For example, I mean, a big example would actually be my thesis. Mm -hmm. Uh, I dealt with... um, uh, a group called Theater of War okay. that uses Greek theater and brings it to combat-based uh, PTSD okay. veterans uh, who have that diagnosis and um, facilitates a conversation through ge- Greek theater about this. That's um, awesome. So it's a communal healing. Okay. Um, and so I decided to kind of look at the spectatorship of it, yeah. the um, the distancing between the audience, the actors you know, what's happening there. And there really is a communal healing aspect of it. And that's kind of what I'm looking for in my own work. I mm-hmm. feel that there there is. I did a show, God, it's going to be two years now, <laughs> called right. Garbage that dealt um, kind of with my own like PTSD mm-hmm. and what it meant to heal. And uh, after the show, there were so many people who came up to me and they wanted resources for themselves mm-hmm. or their friends or said, Can you tell me a little more? Because I think I think I'm experiencing that. And so that was, you know, the the green light for myself as an artist to say, mm-hmm. you need to do more of this. Yeah, of course. So that's how I wound up here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all have that story and that's how I wound yeah, up in this situation. And that's, that's why. why. And that's why. <laughs> so the play is called What She Found. Mm-hmm. And so, tell us about what the whole show is about. Well,
1: well um, it, it goes back to me seeing in a psychiatrist's office. Okay. Story of my life. Um, story of all our lives, <laughs> girl. So great. Um, this this psychiatrist, she was really great. She's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, she listened to me, which was nice. Yeah. Um, and I started to think about Alice in Wonderland, which is something I have. I, I've loved Alice. I've yeah. loved this world forever. Mm-hmm. um, I started to think about, when we were talking about dissociation, she was telling me more about it, I started to think about the moment that Alice walks through the looking glass and through the looking glass. Mm-hmm. She goes through it, she looks at the room, and everything is like how it was in the room, but it's slightly off. Like, you know, like, everything is just, like, maybe shifted to the left. Yeah. Things like that. You know, you just know something is wrong. And I thought, holy shit, that's dissociation. I'm like, this is, okay, let me take this and let me do something with it yeah. so you know I thought about okay maybe I can do like an adaptation I was like nah that's 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 not the way this yeah. works that's not true to you know dissociation mental health whatever mm-hmm. things are like far too fucked up to do something like that so I just started to write and write I went back to you know a lot of poetry I wrote in the past few years and I started to notice certain themes and things mm-hmm. coming up and I pieced it all together and I wound up with the script and I was like well here we are um, I showed it to NJ, my director, and she was like, huh, this is really good. Let's do this. And I was like, all right. So we were invited to Governor's Island this summer. Okay. Uh, with Rising Sun Performance Company to do a workshop there.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we workshopped here on the island for a week. Um, I was actually in that one. I was, uh, Fiona, the lead. And, um... I have to say, it was a really tough experience performing in it.
0: Okay. Uh, it was performing really your own words.
1: It it was, and it hadn't been before. Okay. Um. Then again, the time I did before, I was in a manic state and didn't know. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> ha ha. Mm-hmm. But um, this one, it was hard, and there was an instance after a double show day, I was so exhausted and I couldn't get up off the floor, and NJ had said to me, you're not doing this anymore. Just like that. You're not doing it anymore. And I said... I know. Mm -hmm. And so we made the decision from there, pull me out and start casting and thinking about Mm -hmm. what we're going to do with this work that we just performed, which Mm -hmm. was well received. Yeah. Um, And I needed to go back for a few months and kind of really just flush out some things, add some things. Um, and I think we're at, like, 30 pages right now, which is pretty long for me. I'm, like, a short and sweet writer. I like that.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, right? I like short and sweet.
1: <laughs> so, um, you know, I handed it to them, and that's that.
0: Uh, and I the rest is history. Just, you hear yeah, my voice. I hear it, girl. I hear you're, like, and that's that. But I think that people can appreciate when you write something and you're creating something, and when you hand it off, mm-hmm. it might change. It might be a little different, mm-hmm. but if they're people that you trust, right. if they're people that you think can handle mm-hmm. it, it'll be beautiful. Yeah. But I understand when it's like your baby, mm-hmm. you want to be able to like see it all through. Mm-hmm. You want to be a part of it. But sometimes you gotta like
1: yeah. And I also feel like there's like elements in it right now mm-hmm. that are just they're just missing. Yeah. Um, I don't know what what. But, like, it just doesn't feel complete, but I feel like the creative team, and the performers that we have, uh-huh. that they're going to bring it to life in yeah. a way that I could not even imagine. I mm-hmm. can think, like, oh, well, Helena's really good at this, you know, or Fiona's mm-hmm. good at this, Belle is good at this, yeah. you know, Connor's really great with this. But I know that they're gonna surprise me with certain yeah. choices they make, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be really beautiful.
0: So, have you been involved in the rehearsal process at all? Have you been to any rehearsals? I went or... to
1: the read through.
0: Okay, and that's it. And that's it. No way. When... I'm, I'm
1: going tomorrow. Okay. I have a friend who's um, she's gonna she's at the new school right now for her doctorate, and um in psychology, and oh, her, spe- okay. her specialty is actually dissociation.
0: No. <laughs>
1: yeah, so um, I'm going to have her come in, and she's going to talk to, you know, the cast and everything, and they're really excited about it. They're yes. They're very eager and brilliant bunch of performers who Mm. just really want to know more and dig and dig of course so i think tomorrow's gonna be really cool yeah Yeah.
0: well mental health is one of those things that we don't know a lot about Mm. unless you have it like unless you have ptsd or depression anxiety Mm -hmm. dissociation Mm -hmm. any of those or a myriad number of things Mm -hmm. you know you're not immersed in it you don't know what it's like or if you don't if you're not uh if you don't have a relationship with it. Of course. So, you know, if you're unaware, it's just you want to be eager to learn about yeah. it since it's coming up more and more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's awesome, yeah. though. Yeah. Okay. So has art helped you in a way?
1: Absolutely. Art has been, um... Gosh, I can't I can't imagine it. Um, there was a time in my life where I, I didn't have art because okay. I, um... Learned how to deal with my childhood traumas through basketball. Okay. And um, basketball was a really, really big part of my life mm-hmm. until I think around my junior year. Um, both my knees blew out. Oh, um, I had been looking at colleges about basketball. I was pretty good. Um, but, you know, between my knees and my mental health, my body just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, it broke my heart. You oh, know, I basketball still to this day, you know, when I started grad school, I was playing basketball a lot. Mm-hmm. I was really just going for an hour and just shooting hoops by myself to kind of just like find myself again. Yeah, of course. Um, so I think around my junior year is really when I decided, you know, like...
0: Junior of high school or Yeah, college. high school. Mm-hmm.
1: High school, I was just like, you know, this is, I think it's going to be art. Um, And in my adult life, certainly, you know, people have made a lot of cracks at me. Uh, My extended family has made some cracks at me. Mm -hmm. That's really fine. I I really don't give a shit. Of course. Um, But, you know, it's made me who I am and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's given me such a chance to educate myself. And education is so important Mm -hmm. because some of us don't grow up in families and classes where were afforded those opportunities i am the first in my dad's family to graduate with a master's degree i That's am amazing. one of three people on that side of the family i believe to get a bachelor's you know um so i've defied like a lot of odds with that and i don't take that for granted of course. um yeah my degrees you know in theater are like oh how frivolous but mm-hmm. like i can't do math like yeah. If I could be a psychiatrist, honestly, I would be. But, mm-hmm. like, I can't do math. So, like, the fuck do you want me to do? Yeah. You know? You gotta create. Yeah. That's simply what it is. We have to create.
0: mm mm-hmm. Of so. course. And now more than ever, I feel like it's so important to mm-hmm. show issues, like, through our art. Because I feel like mm-hmm. that's the best way to educate people.
1: Yeah. And what's getting, like, really beautiful is that mm-hmm. the United States is finally catching up to European, theatre.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And we're really getting into, like, interdisciplinary stuff, which mm-hmm. is, like, why I'm so excited to have, you know, Nadia come in and speak tomorrow, because mm-hmm. we're actually bringing in a mental health professional, yeah. you know, to this. So I really, I think that's something to be said about interdisciplinary work, mm-hmm. you know. That's how we really learned how to heal. Yeah. And... How we show other, you know, other disciplines, you know, the importance of thinking creatively. Creatively, I'm sorry, my oh, no, my you're speech fine. isn't too good right now. It's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, that's like something I'm really for, and if I ever decide to get my doctorate, which mm-hmm. I'm a glutton for punishment, so you bet I am.
0: So you know, as yeah. my
1: boyfriend's listening to this, banging his head on the wall yes. when I say that.
0: <laughs>
1: but I, I definitely am looking into you know um, programs that um, combine that. You know, it's
0: awesome, and I, I
1: think that's important. And that's where my heart and my work lie. So yeah, awesome.
0: And do you see yourself in the characters of your show?
1: This show in particular, um, yes and no. Okay. Um, it's just, the show is so very fragmented in certain, in certain ways, which uh-huh. I guess it would be if I wrote a lot of it while I was dissociated. Yeah. Um, I see some aspects of myself in Fiona, but not really. She, I originally wrote her to be the dissociated version of myself. Uh-huh. And now she feels very far away from me. In a good way. Yeah. Like, there's there's things we have in common, but also she is an entity of her own, and I think that's really important. Yeah. The two other characters, A and B, um, who play a slew of different characters, they're, they're more like shadows. Okay. They're kind of like shadows. Um, I see inklings, mm-hmm. but more so, I really would say, they're kind of projections of the typical things that those with mental health and, honestly, chronic health issues have dealt with.
0: Mm-hmm. So they're
1: kind of very haunting. Yeah, They're not great sometimes because there are things that are good about them that you try and you grasp for and you grasp and you just can't catch them. And that's mm-hmm. what makes it so heart-wrenching mm-hmm. to even just think about those characters for me.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. That's awesome though. I mean, this seems like a really great show that you've just like poured your heart into. Yeah. Um, yeah and I so, have. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what are the dates for the okay. show? What can you tell us?
1: So we open we open February 15th. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's oh scary, right? Um, and our last show is at the um beginning of March. It is the fourth. Um I will give you all of our information. Oh, yeah. Of course. We have five dates. We have five dates. That's so mm-hmm. super gnarly. We have some pretty good times. Um, our tickets, they're $15 um, for students and seniors, 20 for general admission. Okay. I do have a $10 discount code Ooh. if anybody's interested. Okay. Um, so just, you know, I'll let you know about that. Yeah,
0: we'll put that in the description
1: Absolutely. box. Absolutely. Um, 20% of our box office uh-huh. is being donated.
0: That's awesome. It's being
1: donated to the uh, National Suicide Lifeline Foundation.
0: Amazing. Um,
1: something I'm very familiar with that mm-hmm. lifeline. Uh, it used to be on our refrigerator when I was mm-hmm. a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found out while doing research about this foundation that the same money that goes toward that, towards that pours into the uh, Veterans Crisis
0: that's amazing. Mine as well.
1: So they get the same funding. So that's two charities or two yeah, it's two foundations really that I, I feel very passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um that, you know, we all agreed upon. You know, I kind of I, I asked people, I said, Are you okay with twenty percent being donated? And everyone said absolutely. Of course. Um, you know, I and I think that really speaks to the to the character of these people that are involved with this. Yes. Um so yeah, when you come out you're also supporting these yeah. these really great you know tools mm-hmm. really wonderful tools
0: that help a lot of people. Yeah, very important. Yeah, yeah.
1: So um yeah you know it's it's not just it's not just for art. Especially this show, I, I feel like this is not just for art. We're really trying to reach for people. Um, all the people that are involved with this have dealt with or have um, closely been affected by uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. So we all kind of take this really personally, um, and all of our hearts are really into it.
0: That's great. Yeah. That makes it, that's a very, like, personal project. Yes. I like that. And uh, you can find all of the information on the Frigid Festival website. Yeah, you
1: can find it at uh, frigidnewyork.info. You can also find it on um, the What She Found Facebook page, facebook.com backslash what she found.
0: Awesome. Yep. That's great. Well, break a leg with your show and everything else you're doing. That's awesome. I think it's so important that these issues come to light because they don't get talked about a lot. Yeah, and things are changing. Yeah, hopefully for the better. Hopefully we can finally, like, get the conversation Mm -hmm. going. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. This is Megan Bandel, and she wrote What She Found. You should check it out at the Frigid Festival, and I will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of She's an Artist. If you want, you can subscribe to me on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Until then, keep creating and keep telling your stories and have a great day.